All right. The greatest podcast in the United States of America. Now that we're both vaccinated has returned. Isn't that right, Ja? Yeah. Fuck the Joe Rogan show. <laughs> yeah. We're not, we're not only on Spotify. We're on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, SoundCloud, everything else. Right. I kind of lost track of where else we were on. <laughs> <laughs> we probably dropped off like three out of those. We're only on like SoundCloud. Maybe. <laughs> Actually, that's probably the one that we're not on. Cause that's the trashiest. Is it? I feel yeah. I feel like you see like Bay Area rappers trying to make it big, always advertising their SoundCloud. I mean, there's like, always those jokes where it's like, "Oh, where are you at? I'm on SoundCloud." Okay, yeah. so that means I don't care. Yeah, I feel like MySpace when they had the the profile songs that used to be like a better way to get your songs out, but then SoundCloud, I guess, was the next best thing. And... I think it is, and but still, it's oh, it's. I feel like it's a reputation now. Yeah, trashy is a good word for it, though. I don't know. It's it's really me, too, because <laughs> it seems so innocent. Like, if you're a new up-and-coming artist and you want to get your song out, SoundCloud should be totally fine, but there is a trashy connotation to it. I don't know why. Well, it's because I think um, I forgot what I was working in, some type of back then content review or whatever, where when we get SoundCloud person and we have to listen to their content, a lot of it is very explicit. Or That's just like, okay, all right, some songs are explicit, whatever, right? And then when you actually like listen to the quality of it, it's, oh, this quality is really bad. Do you have talent? Are you sure? Nine times out of 10, the answer is no. That kind of reminds me. I had a similar (laughs) situation before SoundCloud was a thing back when, you know, taking BART was like a fun experience in high school. Remember those days? Well, I never took BART in high school. That's right. Yeah, you lived in L.A. Fun fact, I'm actually going to L.A. in two weeks. So uh, we'll talk about that more. But uh, yeah, I was taking Bart, like going to Berkeley, thinking it was like, ooh, this is a cool, fun experience. I'm going to the city, you know, and uh, I didn't know like the ins and outs of interacting with odd people that would come up to you. And a guy came up to me with a CD and uh, my first excuse, like he wanted to sell his like rap CD or anything like that. And my first excuse was uh, I only have 20s, which is the dumbest thing to say. You should clearly just say I don't have money or no, thank you. So then his next follow-up was trying to say that he has change and he like just barely didn't have enough change. So he kept having to like pull out like of his pockets to find like more dollar bills and like count things. And then it just, <laughs> eventually it just got so pathetic of how hard he was looking to make like change work that I just said, fine. And I gave him like a 20 and he gave me like, I don't know, 15 or like $17. So I paid like $3 for it. And you know what the best part of this is, Ja? It was a blank CD. Yeah, well, I don't know if it's Blake, but it didn't work. <laughs> good, good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, it's and, like uh, of all the things you like, what you call it? Expect, right? I guess this is. I don't think he was purposely trying to scam me. I think he just didn't know how to burn a CD, or <laughs> I don't know. But uh, hey, if he got three dollars off of me, if that was his version of swindling me, then I'll say bravo, sir. You swindled me for three dollars. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is, but it's there. Okay, so the first time I think I was like at Warp Tour, and then somebody was like handing out CDs or something like that, and I didn't hear him, so I thought it was free. So then he, like, I forgot what he did, but basically, he he was like, Wait, no, it's not free. And I was like, Oh, okay, then I don't want it. <laughs> awkward. I kind of yeah. had it, I had a more awkward version of that in Europe because uh, Europe, I mean, there's like people all over the place, like, like they purposely say, like, Don't 
at least the trip I was uh, in, they said don't wear anything with logo to like anything to show you're a tourist, you know, because people will try to pickpocket you and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And uh, this guy came up to me <laughs> so uncomfortably, came up with a rose asking like like if I wanted to buy it. But I don't think his English was that great. And he didn't say this question, so he just put it in front of me and I thought he was just giving it to me. I'm like, okay, well, that's a little hot. <laughs> I guess I'll take it. So then I took it and I walked away. <laughs> <laughs> he like quickly followed up and was like, no, no, no mon- money, money for this donation. I was like, oh, uh, well, I don't really want to pay for it. I don't have any money. <laughs> and he was just like, no, no, one dollar. And I was like, I, yeah, sorry. I really don't have any money. I like looked at my pockets that I had nothing. And then he was just like, oh, okay. You keep <laughs> I was like, sorry, man. I, I feel bad, but <laughs> actually, wait, no, I think I gave it back. That'd be weird if I kept it, but yeah. Yeah, I'm like, wait, usually those people probably not let you keep it. But if you they did let you keep it, hey, that's actually really kind of cool. He did offer to let me keep it, but it just felt, I mean, that's just bizarre. Who, <laughs> a guy giving another guy a rose in Europe. Uh, right. Later, uh, later that night we had sex, but that's off the, that's, that's, uh, off the record. Okay. <laughs> a little bit too late for that now. <laughs> well, anyways. Yeah, we'll cut that part out. But uh, I didn't introduce what this show is called. Did I? No, huh. we just started talking. The underpaid and the underqualified has returned to your airwaves. Dun dun. Exactly. Every we tried to keep it two weeks. Yep, that's right. Feels like uh, I don't know. Feels like long time. It has been two weeks since the last one. But it feels like a lot's happened. You know. Oh uh, yeah, what did happen? I've been playing a lot more video games. <laughs> that's your update every single week. I'm pretty sure. Well, no, I haven't because I was uh, which we call it in school. And then because I'm not in school anymore, or at least like for the summer, I've been playing video games. All right. It's video games or school. That's I'm pretty sure it's one of those two every week. But uh, I got vaccinated. Both vaccines done. Done and hey, done. Hey, all right. You, Ryan's Pfizer. fine with the whole uh, CDC saying, hey, if you're vaccinated, you don't need to wear a mask, period. And I'm like, I don't know how comfortable I feel about that. Really? You'll still wear a mask? I mean, I would. There's still, like, people still catching COVID. Like, they are doing fine. There's, like, a report of a person still, like, losing um, sense of uh, smell and taste, even though they're fully vaccinated and everything, so. But how old are they? Are they, like, immune compromised, or are they, like, people like us? Like, a perfectly healthy, like, probably, like, in their uh, late 20s to, like, something in the 30s or something like that. It was a nurse. Well, if you're a nurse and you're more exposed to people like that, I could see that. I mean, if she's working regularly, but I don't know. I feel like for the most part, studies that I've seen at least have said like, you know, people in our age range are like, you know, it makes sense that we wouldn't have to wear masks. And like, if you have the vaccine, I mean, otherwise, I mean, the way I think of it, it's like, what was the point of getting the vaccine if (laughs) we still have to wear a mask, you know? Well, I mean, the point of it is, is, well, you still got the anti-vaxxers who are basically bad shit fucking crazy at the end of the day, but also you still can get symptoms you can still get sick and like the fact is just like just how serious this disease overall is even though we are effectively inoculated at this point is that you're still people getting sick and they're still getting not necessarily the severe symptoms of like you're dying and you have ventilator because right now there's reports of saying people basically are not on ventilators and there's historic well in the past year historic numbers of like oh my gosh nobody admitted this time around or nobody is in ICU anymore. So that's, that's encouraging to hear, but it's still like the chance of like, I kind of like my taste buds. 
Well, it could be very true for some people. I just feel like that's the exception rather than the rule for the most part. And for, uh, I haven't heard it so much to the point where I'd be like concerned about it. And my thing is like, if the CDC, I'll admit, I had a little bit of dis not distrust, but like what's going on here with the whole like mask switcheroo when they're like, don't wear masks, you don't need to. And then they're like, never mind, wear masks. And then that was a little sketch, but like, if they're saying you don't need it, I'm going to trust it. <laughs> I mean, I could be totally wrong, but like, I trusted it when they said to wear it. If they say don't wear it now, I'm assuming it's fine. And also, um, I don't know. I mean, there's always going to be some level of sickness with people like this. I mean, there's flu season every year, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm just going to ignorance. I mean, the CDC has been wrong already for this disease, even like after the fact. Well, actually, I'm not too sure about CDC, but I do know World Health Organization sponsored by the UN, which doesn't do jack shit. But anyways... Um, I mean, they, I know, have been, um, been blatantly wrong on things and been adamant and doubling down on some of their um, things that they knew that they were, or at least like other people have like contradicted. And so it's, all right, I'm going to still err on the caution or side of caution. I mean, I guess you could, but I think they've also been wrong in the opposite direction where they've been too cautious or like other cases where they think it might not work. Uh, they can't explain like situations where cases aren't going up like Texas, like everyone was like, oh, God, what the hell is Texas doing when they did the uh, no mask thing early? But uh, and then Fauci was straight up asked about it. He'd be like, can you explain like what's going on in Texas? There hasn't been a surge. And he's just like, uh, yeah, I really can't explain. But I don't know. Maybe it'll hit him later. Like. I mean, he said it in a more educated way than that, but that was more or less his answer, you know. I'll look that up. Yeah, because I thought that there was. When did they announce it? Uh, March, Texas. April, something like that. Because it's fun. So, like, I see a lot of people right now in Texas. They're just like literally full on partying, like it's normal. <laughs> and it's really weird to see that. God bless them. No, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, time will tell, obviously, but I don't know. For me personally, I'm going to, I think there's always exceptions to the rule, but if the CDC is saying uh, that it's fine, I'm going to trust it. And yes, they have made mistakes, but they tend to know a little bit more than two guys on a podcast, I would venture to say. So we'll see. In a year from now, we'll, uh, we'll revisit this. <laughs> it's interesting because, like, a lot of these different, like, spikes and such like that, people have explained it as, like, oh, it's because people are getting vaccinated that we have such a decline. So like March is where we started. So I think they had the maskless ban lifted somewhere in the beginning of March. It's right when we we're actually ramping up for vaccinations. Honestly, if somebody could throw in that excuse as well, I know with the whole spike in um, COVID cases that was related, it was roughly during the time of a lot of BLM protesting, but also it coincided also with Memorial Day weekend and people justified it. No, no, no. None of that protesting, none of that rioting, none of that contributed to the uh, rise and surges during the summer. It was solely, and I repeat, people have also stated this, major outlets, CNN, whatever, and like actual people quoted to me, it is solely because of Memorial Day weekend. Well, and that's I'm a whole like, other topic, yeah. Really? I mean, protests are essential, but yeah, I, I find it hard to believe when I see studies that are like, yeah, the protests had absolutely no impact. But then there's also, I've heard people say, like, the outdoor thing. People have really overemphasized uh, how contagious the virus is if you're outdoors. So 
I don't know. I don't really want to talk about this. This What what I'm saying saying is people have found reasons to say otherwise to everything. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying the specific reason of like protesting. I'm just saying people will find a reason to say, oh, no, no, no. This is justified because look at that. And it's like, really? All right. I'm going to keep doing me then. Yeah, I don't know. There's there's a devil's advocate for everything. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't want to talk about this. There's <laughs> this could go down to like a million different rabbit holes, but at the end of the day, all it's gonna the only thing we're gonna that's gonna really definitively answer this is time. Dun dun dun. All right, yeah, so move we'll on. see how this plays out. <laughs> Do you want to introduce the topic then? Uh I don't know. Do we have anything else to say about our weeks? <laughs> um Let's see. Any updates for you? Mm, nothing new. Video games. Well, finally able to catch up on video games. So that's nice, honestly. What video games are you playing? I'm sure I have not heard of them. I bought Devil May Cry Five. That's a, definitely kind of an old game. Double what? Sounded like Double a McDonald's. Cry. Oh, it sounded like a McDonald's item. The way you say it. <laughs> Double Mick something. So <laughs> Devil May Cry, um, fun hack and slash game. It's it's number five so there's a lot of people that did enjoy this game overall um haven't gotten around to playing it because i've just been playing destiny my toxic relationship because it's an mmo play a little bit of the new apex uh 3v3 uh matches Eh, still not a fan of battle royale genre games i'll stick to cod team deathmatch games everything about streaming these you seem pretty into video games i feel like that's how people make a buck these days right the streaming is work that I'm too lazy to figure out on how to set up because especially with the whole PS4, the amount of setup. And also the thing is that my computer may probably ha- be able to support it, but half the time you're just going to hear a jet engine going. That's what I love in a good stream. You don't love that? Yeah, so a lot of people who end up streaming does have like a build for it specifically to handle all that. So it's, it's a lot of, it's even more... I could go with it, but it wouldn't really be like effective. I love a good room in the background of my stream, Joe. I think you should do it. Oh yeah, I just, I we'll, just start good... play, we'll just start playing like helicopter like noises out in the <laughs> distance in our podcast from now on. <laughs> it would kind of sound like something cool is happening in the background, like something crazy is happening, maybe. Or like, <laughs> what if for just for an experiment, we did like ominous, like really ominous, weird noises in the background just to freak people out, just. Like, just like sirens or like i don't know certain sounds that trip people out there used to be okay side tangent i'm about to make do you ever listen to, you never listen to the show love line did you yes i All think right, we discussed used, it several times already yeah i'm show. sure we did man it's hard to remember <laughs> but uh we've done like 50 plus episodes too much too much content but uh yeah there used to be a thing where All right, so tech issues, those are fun. <laughs> I'm not sure the last thing I said. I think I was talking about Loveline. You heard that part, right, Ja? Yes, yes. All right, cool. Loveline, yeah. They used to have callers call in who had, like, beeps go off on their smoke detectors, like their smoke detectors, like the warning, you know, beep that happens. And uh, it got to the point where, like, it happened on such, like, a repeated basis that they were just it was driving them insane. Just, like, how many people are not changing the battery in their smoke detector and just, like, living with it and just not bothered by it? So it was like they would like try to see if they could like 
find anytime they heard it they would like try to call it out and they get like points for whoever like noticed it first just because so many people had it and uh one per <laughs> one person actually like purposely got a smoke detector beep to like go on during the call and like she tried to sound like as dumb and ditzy as possible and uh she just did it as a prank to like mess with them to get like the host really pissed off of just like why do you not notice this how are you not noticing this beep right now so fun tangent did they acknowledge him and then actually like had a good laugh about it or they're just like oh no i'm just fucking livid at this point <laughs> well they had a few different inside jokes. So at first he was livid and just pissed because he kept asking her questions like, how are you not noticing this? And then she would say like stereotypical dumb answers. Like, I don't know. I, I just let my boyfriend change it. Like he, he can do that stuff, you know? And he'd be like, huh? like, are you crazy? Like, you're just not going to do this yourself. But they had another inside joke that um, anytime there was a fake caller, they had to say something like uh, the size a mason jar the size of my asshole or something like that and then she said she said that basically so that it was clear that she was pranking them so and then they were like ah oh, okay you got us you got us good so fun times good show miss that <laughs> did you listen to it yeah oh, okay with adam carolla yeah uh no striker ah striker sucked <laughs> adam carolla was way better wouldn't know all right well you should listen to his old stuff um all right so i guess we should go on the topic <laughs> side tangent aside uh right so um yeah this is not related to the time of the year in any way um just kind of a random thing i thought we'd never talk about but supernatural stuff you know no real reason to do this i just realized we uh never had a good hearty discussion on ghosts aliens paranormal you know supernatural stuff so uh I don't really know how Java feels about it. I don't really know how I feel about it either. So I uh, figured, why not just dive right into it? So uh, I don't know. What do you think, Jaw? I think it's good. I think, well, that's not necessarily timely, but I can say for certain that there's hella fucking conspiracy theories and just like rumors and just like the general topic of that. And also Bigfoot. Why not? Let's go for it. Yeah, I guess we could add that in there. Um I guess aliens are kind of relevant because I feel like I keep hearing news reports of Area 51 shit and Pentagon saying there are for sure UFOs they can't identify and whatnot, you know? Um, yeah, so definitely with UFOs. I know, like, was it sometime last year where, okay, we're going to tell Trump, hey, UFOs exist. And I think it was like to prevent Trump from actually leaking legitimate secrets or something like that. There's like a whole like CNN thing about that. But, I mean, effectively, UFOs are just generically unidentified flying objects. So, yeah. Yeah, no. exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But the fact that there are UFOs is, like, fodder for all the people who want to believe. You know what I mean? That's, like, that's what people... I think people love a good mystery. I've said this before, I think, but you know, if people have something, if there's any uncertainty, people will just like, that's the stuff people will lose sleep at night thinking about, but in a good way, you know, the, the, the fun of the mystery, wondering what it is, wondering what secrets are being kept, et cetera, you know? Yeah. And I guess to a degree now people associate automatically by default UFO means aliens. And it's like, uh, yeah, I mean, it could technically just be literally Mexico launching a ship that we'd never seen before. Yeah, no, I could see that. So I guess let's, uh, I guess we naturally kind of started off with aliens. So let's, before each topic, let's do a generic yes or no. Do we believe? So uh, aliens, do you believe, Ja, yes or no? I believe in the plausibility of aliens. I need a yes or no, Ja. Sure. 
<laughs> you bastard. You still didn't say yes or no, just to spite me. You said sure. Ugh, exactly. Um, but effectively, yes. I'd say if I had to say yes or no, I'd probably say yes. Just because, and a friend actually told me this in seventh grade, which I thought was uh, pretty advanced for his time. But he basically said, like, the idea that the universe is so big, even if, like, there are like aliens or other beings that like we'd never reach because they're that far away and we don't have the technology to ever get to them. It just seems odd that in an entire universe this big, we're the only, you know, form of life in it, you know? Yeah. I mean, I believe that like statistically it's going to be possible. So the thing is that it's statistically possible that we are the only life in the known creation of everything, but it's also statistically possible that we're not the only ones. It is also equally as statistically possible that we may be the most advanced or the least advanced. Yeah. If that makes sense. I mean, that you basically just said every option. <laughs> there could be other aliens. There could not be other aliens. They could be more advanced. They could be not more advanced. So, yeah, I agree. But I, I definitely think would be ignorant to say that we are the only things. Like, I think it's ignorant to say, like, either or, but definitely, yeah, no, there's definitely a possibility. And we probably should be like to a degree prepared for that, but not necessarily start up the entire space fucking force. Yeah, I think any level of certainty could be considered as ignorant. It's kind of like anytime someone said, is there a God or is there not a God? And people have 100% certainty in it. Maybe this might be <laughs> going down a wrong road, pissing off all the people who are very religious. But uh, I don't know. I just anyone who's like 100% certain on these things that can't be proven by conventional science. Uh, I kind of lose my interest in a bit like you know like a Bill Maher or something like that but I don't know have we heard Bill Maher talk about aliens I'd be curious what his take on aliens are <laughs> I don't listen to Bill Maher you're gonna have to tell me uh that'd be a good podcast Bill Maher on aliens I'd listen to that um yeah you really you still don't like Bill Maher right I don't I mean I wouldn't say I like him I wouldn't say I don't hate him I just don't listen to him you said you find him annoying, didn't you? I showed him a... I showed oh, you Bill a Maher. I was thinking of somebody else. Yeah, no, I find him really fucking annoying, and I can't stand his <laughs> fucking voice for longer than, like, a second. Yeah, exactly. But uh, that's what I thought you thought of him. Yeah, but uh, I I, when, I bring that up because he's he has the kind of, like, certainty about, like, God and religion that I think if you found that level of, like, smug, there is no insert thing. There is no blah, blah, blah. There's no aliens. There are there are aliens for sure if you have any level of that certainty in anything then i think uh i don't know that is a little ignorant i guess you could say or just how do you know how do you know either way we don't know that's bottom line question right i think more uh, i would like to rephrase what i said but more like if you're absolutely certain that it doesn't exist in terms yeah. of the whole alien things then i think uh, that would be ignorant to say because of literally if you believe in any type of rational science math statistically the possibility is not zero i think it's ignorant if you are certain either way because there's no proof up till now you know if you believe there is like for sure undoubtedly are aliens that could well maybe not ignorance the right word i might not use that i might just say unfounded you know what i mean sure yeah but uh i don't know have you had any ex uh, experiences with said unidentified flying objects or aliens probing you in the butthole at night when you're least uh, expecting might be a cow that i've eaten that's been uh probed tasted kind of funky oh. that or it's old i don't know but uh specifically no i mean i've never seen a ufo i've never seen 
I've never been probed in the butt to my knowledge unless I was basically MIB like mentally face wiped or whatever, or like memory wiped. But yeah, no. I would love to remember it. I wouldn't try to wipe that from my memory. I, that's a that's a good one, you know. Uh, it's for them to decide. The aliens. <laughs> no, I think if you're the if you're the pro B, you're. I think you have a stake in that too. <laughs> um. Any comment, John? <laughs> Just leave me hanging here, man. Oh no, I was like, wait, pro B, what? <laughs> pro B, the one getting probed. Oh. Well, I'm pretty sure the person that I mean. If the aliens don't want you to ever know, they will like mind wipe you. And that's true. That's usually a stereotype we see in movies and TV. And just leave you confused why your rectum hurts. Yeah. Good times. <laughs> I was hoping we'd get into the, the rectum talk on our aliens episode. No, um, yeah, I guess I've never had an experience. Yeah, but I would love to. You know what I mean? I think just the whole like I want to believe, I do think life would be a lot more interesting if aliens were a thing <laughs> and something was monitoring us you know i mean that'd be crazy and like i know the united was it the U- whatever government uh it was definitely a collaborative effort of like sending a probe out into space and it recorded like some things essential to um i guess culture in general if whatever you want to find the word culture and send out to space and hopefully like we can make contact with uh, somebody that's aliens or whatever and it's like okay cool but then then it becomes interesting of like okay well what if they find it how how did they decipher it did we offer a codex like what to like decipher anything we like posted in that like uh satellite sent out to space is this a new thing when was that like several years ago hmm Right. or something like that hmm. okay i remember like maybe in the past 10 years there was some like very early like thing found on mars or another planet that was like the early remnants of life you know what i mean like it wasn't like us but it was like the formations of cells like interacting in a way that like i don't know thousands and thousands of millions of years can now from now could lead to life type of thing you know okay sorry going back on my uh topic about the whole satellite thing it was apparently 1977 and it was called the voyager golden records which recorded um what did it record uh yeah basically some mathematical math mathematical formulas stuff like that and basically a lot of different languages um voice recordings on that languages wait languages were recorded on another planet no different languages were recorded to send out to space for extraterrestrial life to meet us oh and i'm sure yeah that (laughs) i'm sure that got a lot of hits right i mean it was like 40 years ago we haven't heard shit since so either we haven't found anybody where they found it and they have no idea what to do with it 41st year that's the charm um yeah no that's well i mean (laughs) it's kind of cool people are trying i guess um yeah, I don't know. I, there's uh, I, yeah, I feel like there's been obviously there's nothing like concrete and substantial to the point where we can actually say there's like a good hint. The closest thing I can think is just like the government, like officially the Pentagon officially saying that going on record and saying there are stuff they can't identify. But I mean, that's that's as close as we can get. You know what I mean? But that's not even a definitive foot in the door for yes, there are aliens, you know? No, exactly. That that literally just says we just simply cannot identify this flying object. Literally, it like, could just be an, uh, an an alien, or it could be Thor. It's like a lead or a hunch, you know. It's like 
it's not it's more than nothing but it's not something <laughs> pretty much <laughs> more than nothing yeah. but not something so i think uh, we definitely here agree that there's definitely not the possibility of aliens off oh, for sure yeah i i beyond that i would really like there to be because i think that'd be cool assuming it's not like you know a situation that kills us in any way but uh you mean you don't I, want any like saiyans or like a war of the world kind of thing or the worlds uh didn't see it but i assume not do you know what that was based on actually that have you heard the radio tape from way back when War of the worlds no yeah it was uh do you know orson wells yes that's an author uh filmmaker Author. Okay, never mind. Oh, he is an author. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he well, it might have been an author. I don't know. If you're a filmmaker, you could say you're an author, right? You write scripts. Um, yeah, he made uh Citizen Kane. Have you heard that? It's like notoriously mm-hmm. like one of the best movies, apparently. But um, yeah, so he made this radio broadcast to, that he thought would be fun where it sounds like a legit actual radio broadcast, and it's basically saying like all these like alien like interdimensional like contact is happening like during the radio broadcast so people all over the u.s i mean this is before facebook this is before, you know goes without saying in the 40s we didn't have facebook or youtube all the or even tv that much it was just radio so people on their for, radios are hearing for, hmm? sorry for all the kids that don't know what a radio is it's not tiktok <laughs> thank god but uh yeah, so all the people listening to their radio from, I don't know, states and miles away are hearing of, like, this alien invasion and, like, actually thinking it's serious and actually freaking out because it's a straight-up, like, alien horror. It's, like, describing all these situations of aliens, like, killing people. And then um, then only when it was over, when the broadcast was over, did people realize it was fake if they hadn't already freaked out by then. So, I don't know. That's that kind of a cool story. I feel like that's so, whatchamacallit, dangerous. So, like, you know the Blair Witch Project? So, I guess this could be a good segue to, like, um, witches and ghosts and stuff like that. Yeah. But, yeah, so, like, the Blair Witch Project where, like, before, I remember my brother was telling me about it as a kid because this is where, like, the internet was just starting, right? So, like, anything that's on the internet, people more than likely believe more so. Until we realize that people are fucking dirty liars. But... When that was advertised, people it was advertised as like, oh no, Blair Witch is real. These kids were lost. This, vi- this movie was advertised as like a way for us to at broadcast what the kids recorded so we can find who killed these kids. Turns out it was literally just a movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was basically like paranormal activity before it was paranormal activity. And I watched like a documentary or something like how they made how it was such a success was because they played on the early days and the early naivety of uh internet and so with like the whole radio thing i'm like that so a lot of people are freaking out like oh my gosh this is real we're terrified or some people be like oh my gosh we're going to storm this force and see what's going on so like the early day uh basic bitch youtubers who may want to try to earn a quick buck to figure out like and whatnot right mm-hmm. um tangent technically a second tangent so I was watching like a Netflix thing on like the Cecil Hotel about the mysterious disappearance of a person. Oh and, yeah, I watched that. Eliza Lamb. Yeah, uh, uh, Elisa Lamb. And so it, it got me frustrated because you had a lot of YouTube salute, quote unquote salutes, um, trying to just uncover the case, and they just ruined. They didn't really ruin anything, but they definitely made a lot of people's lives miserable. Thinking, oh, this evidence from this video that wasn't even that was dated improperly or something like that 
we believe he's the murderer and they just ruin the guy's life. Oh yeah, you're referring to one guy in particular who was like a guy staying at the hotel who was like saying metal music and had some really graphic lyrics about like mutilation and murder and blah blah blah. And then then a lot of people assume that in his lyrics he's referring to uh Eliza Lamb or Lisa. Yeah. And it and it turns out like I what I didn't like about Netflix was they were really dramatizing a lot of it, but uh, at the end of like his segment, they were like, Oh, uh, Elisa Lam, like, I think died like in 2019 or so. I forgot the year, but then his video where he stayed at the hotel was the year before. So, yeah, no, no correlation there. And I'm like, Anyways, so a lot of these, it, it, and something like with people who are not like super knowledgeable about and they storm in and really ruin things, the whole radio thing, it's, well, even then they have less ways to kind of fact check things. So I just feel like that's really dangerous. I think I'm following kind of. So you're saying, uh, how does this connect to the Orson Welles thing? <laughs> oh no, people are just going on the internet and just spreading misinformation so unsafely in a very unsafe manner, especially when there's it's very difficult to fact check things. So like uh, the internet with the Blair Witch Project. And then the and whole think, like uh, Cecil Hotel thing was a major tangent. And you think this was dangerous because this was before the internet and they spread this thing? Basically, no one would freak people out. I, I mean, it's before like TV and internet where it's like, oh, more information to like spread to like let's even more immediate news to say, hey, no, that was just a hoax, or like, hey, no, everything's fine. The world hasn't like broken down yet. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it is more responsibility when with the medium you're using when it's the only medium to communicate. You know what I mean? Like what you're saying is heavier and that's, you know, actually the fact that you mentioned the Blair Witch Project and thinking of this with Orson Welles kind of bums me out. Cause I feel like I would love another <laughs> second coming of something that like, you can't tell if it's real or fake, like uh, the Blair Witch Project or uh, you know, this radio broadcast. But now just because we have technology up the ass everywhere, it's like, I feel like that's never going to happen again. Like I said, I, I believe it's dangerous to spread oh, misinformation like that. And it's like, oh, yeah, no, it'll generate hype and it'll be super cool to be a part of again. Like Thanos, the whole Reddit movement of like, was he wrong? Or um, was it the, the dress thing? I mean, yes, it's technically different, but being a part of that still. It absolutely generates misinformation. But I think like so the radio broadcast is like a more dangerous way because people, you know, freaked out about it and were pissed off. But like Blair Witch Project, I'd say that's pretty harmless. I mean, did anyone really like do anything bad in reaction to that movie? Um, I think a lot of people were actually disturbed by it. Like the Blair Witch. That's fine. <laughs> it's fine to be. That's how you should be after a horror movie, right? Because I think it was like people walked in thinking that it was like real and stuff like that. And they're just like, oh, my fuck. Yeah, but I mean, isn't that the director's goal? If you if you make people think it's real and like feel so disturbed. I'm not sure. So explicitly the question of was it the director's um, aim to make it disturbing and to like to be more, okay. So it's, I don't know what his goal was. Was it just to make an entertaining movie <clears throat> or to just explicitly mind, or her to make a, a good horror movie or to explicitly mind fuck people? Well, I would assume if you're a director, a horror director, they're one and the same. You want to make a good movie and mind fuck people. <laughs> I could be wrong, but uh, yeah, I think if the purpose is to scare people and like really get them on the edge of their seat, then 
Yeah, that's what I, I I would say. That's fine. But I mean, I don't I could be wrong. I don't think too many people like would be motivated to do some acts that would put them in harm's way. Like, I don't think. Well, maybe if like people who saw the Blair Witch Project thought they should go looking for those people in the woods and then they got hurt, then maybe you could say that. But I'm not sure if how much that happened. Uh, I don't know. It was early days of Internet. We don't know. Yeah. But uh, maybe we don't have their TikTok accounts to verify that. Yeah, maybe that's what inspired the Blair Witch Project, too. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Um, this actually reminds me. I think I've told you about this before, but you've heard of a. Have you heard of a radio broadcaster named Art Bell? No, I can't. Say I have. OK, well, he was an old guy who was in the desert near uh, Area 51, Arizona, I think. And uh, he. Oh, wait, you have. Yeah, he. Yeah, okay. uh, yeah, he basically had a uh, show. He had a radio show at night, which I think was the shit because it was all about just like supernatural shit every episode. So like, people would call in with their supernatural claims, et cetera, et cetera. And um, the a lot of it was dumb, a lot of it was made up, but it's kind of fun. So I don't know. I enjoyed it uh, for the a lot of the time. And he took people's calls pretty seriously, even if they seemed pretty dumb. <laughs> so God, God bless him. But uh, yeah, one time somebody called in uh freaking out and like saying that there's these interdimensional beings and the government's lying about etc and just like really sounding on the edge of their seat crying and then uh the call cuts out and uh that not only the call cut out but like the satellite connection cut out um Mm -hmm. and like that never happened apparently those like the satellite connection that's like beyond like something that a caller could do that's like a huge thing like from some third party source was the claim you know type of thing and uh, so then the thought, the theory was like, oh man, this guy was confessing serious shit. So then like some third party intervened and it shows that, uh, I don't know, the government's listening in or there's some other like people who have been involved with aliens who were trying to hide the truth, you know, et cetera. And then like later, the guy who called in, called in again, basically saying he, uh, it was all a hoax. He did it for fun. He was just doing it as a joke. Like it was meant to be a fun thing. And then uh, the fact that someone else cut off the call that wasn't associated with Art Bell or anything, that's what freaked him out. So now he's freaked out what, by what started off as a joke and somebody else like intervening made him actually freak out. But yeah, I don't know. This, yeah, I don't that's know. Crazy. Thought, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I have a lot of fun listening to it. Like that's one of those, it just ties into that. Like, I want to believe when I listen to it, I'm like, this is good. This is good shit. I love this. You know, like it's so cool. But uh, even knowing it's fake, it's still fun, you know? I think if, if you know it's fake, right? So like WWE, you know it's fake, but then people still watch it. They still garner a lot of attendance. They still make a lot of money off of it. Still lucrative. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying they're good or not, but I'm just saying like people really enjoy it, even though they know it's fake. And like, I, it's funny because um, I've had a pastor as a kid growing up. And he's like, oh yeah, no, I'll admit it right now. I like uh, wrestling. And I tell, I think at the time he was married or engaged. Yeah, I tell my fiance, I call it basically uh, male soap opera. Like it's over exaggerated. It's stupid. We know it, but it's still fun. And it's yeah. all scripted drama. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty accurate. Yeah, I'd go for that. It's, I think, so I, even knowing it's vague, I, th- I still think it's fun, but I think almost the ideal preference would be, not knowing if it's real or fake you know what i mean 
just that mystery, like constantly just like thinking, like trying to re-listen to it over and over, wondering if it's real or not. That's that's like my ideal state. Okay. I don't know. You don't love a good mystery? I think if it was like an actual mystery, sure. But if I know I'm just being lied to, then it's just like, uh, fuck. It just doesn't seem genuine. It seems less interesting. It's like if I want a fantasy or something like that, I just stick to my uh, comic book stuff. So if you're genuinely not sure, though, are you like into that in a weird way? Do you enjoy it? Like if you genuinely can't tell if something's real? I think I'd be more annoyed if I didn't realize that it was fake. And I spent way too much time on something that was so fake. But what if you that would assume, piss me off. assume you have a situation where the whole rest of your life, you genuinely 50 50 cannot tell you're like stuck in indecision can go either way. You really can't make a decision. Do you think? you'd be in limbo or do you think you would enjoy it or you would like I wouldn't enjoy it because I honestly wouldn't spend too much time in it because what's the point of knowing the unknown I mean like trying to figure out something that is so unknown so like the whole aliens thing it's like okay well I'm content and settled because like we we discussed that we don't know for sure and it's definitely in itself a mystery but really I most of the time these things I if I don't know I don't know it. if I do know it, I know it. that's it I kind of follow that <laughs> I don't care for it at the end of the day I just don't care for it okay well this is where we differ (laughs) and that's okay but uh I love a mystery Ja prefers the truth sounds like right I mean a mystery I'm okay here if it's a mystery sure then I'm assuming like mystery novels or murder cases mystery is in like I just can't tell if this is real or not that mystery in that sense oh yeah no I just straight up don't care yeah, exactly. Okay, well, I, I care a lot. <laughs> and we have different opinions. We're all about different opinions here on this podcast, right? Exactly. Sure. Anyways, um, I guess good time to go into the next topic, right? Yeah, so when we talked about Blair Witch, well, what was Blair Witch about? Was it like a witch or is it a ghost? Well, that's the thing. You don't know. Another mystery. It's unclear. Oh, like, I didn't watch it. I don't remember. Yeah. Wow, you didn't ever watch it? No, I never watched it. I only read like stuff about it, and I remember it ma- they made a shitty game in the last three years. Oh, damn. I didn't even know. Um, well, yeah, basically, it's these people go hiking in the woods and backpacking and then starts off fun, starts off normal, but then they get lost and you see them gradually get more and more agitated and pissed off at each other. Missing work. It's like they start off as a weekend trip. Then it's like into Tuesday of the week and they still can't find their way out, which seems a little hard to believe. <laughs> like, can you be that lost that you can't get out? I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Um. Yeah, and then eventually sketchy shit happens, and then the very last... I mean, do you want me to say the last scene? Uh, I do remember the last scene. It was they've wound up in a uh, abandoned building or something like that, and then there's, like, what, one or two people left, and then you just see them slowly get, like, fucking murked. Yeah, it's it's also, like, unclear. It's, like, foggy and shit, so it's hard to tell what happens, but some third party is there that's fucking them up. Yeah. Um... Good yes. movie. <laughs> I, think, I feel like it's i wouldn't mind watching it if it's like with friends to just like shoot the shit with kind of thing yeah i feel like this might be a little dated and that just like horror movies have gotten more intense since then so you don't know, wouldn't be like like on the edge of your seat scared with this but like if you were watching it back in the 90s of the time when you know technology wasn't what it was and there wasn't as clear that this was fake then i think it'd be a lot scarier Oh yeah, no, without a doubt, I think I would be freaked out as um back then. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I looked up. I'm looking this up on Wikipedia. 
And the first line is highlighted in yellow saying it's a fictional story. It's like they have to make it clear. <laughs> well, because so many people thought it was real. So like everybody who watched the marketing or advertisement genuinely believed in it. Yeah. But I mean, at this point, I feel like it's pretty clear that it was fake. I don't think many people still believe it's real, right? Um, do you want me to answer that honestly? You, th- well, <laughs> I mean, honestly, in your opinion, you think it's like a lot of people think it's like real still? I'm not going to say it's a lot of people, but I definitely believe that there are people that believe it's real. Yeah, there's also people who think QAnon is real. <laughs> I kind of disregard exactly. That. But yeah, I mean, those are there's always going to be the ins- like insane opinions out there. But also, I stand corrected. It was directed by a man. It was written, produced by a woman. Ah, uh, gotcha. But yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> there's so many people that would believe in it. It's like, oh, great. <laughs> uh, they really went down the rabbit hole this time. Yeah. Well, anyways, this isn't 100% on topic with ghosts, but uh, let's just throw it out there. Ghosts, do you believe yes or no? Yes. Yes. Okay. That's more that's more confident than you were for aliens, seems like. Uh, I wouldn't, I'm kind of the same about aliens, but a little bit strong or less strong you know what i mean i'd say like if aliens i have a like 85 percent yes for ghosts i'd say like 49 percent wait so you have like an 80 90 percent like confidence in aliens but you have like a 40 something odd percent for ghosts yeah, but I just realized okay. that would technically be no because I'm on the lower half. So <laughs> I'll just say 50. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. 50-50. Yeah. Mm. All right. What are Interesting. your thoughts? Do you have any experiences? Uh, I mean, I can't say I have experiences, but I feel like there's a lot more accounts of people having like ghost incidences, right? So um, I remember my, my brother's uh, a friend or something like that. Uh, apparently their house was built on was closer built on like Native American burial grounds. So common in America because we kind of took over a lot of land maybe. Uh, but no, um, he was saying how like his dad had occurrences of like seeing um, vividly a ghost and that looks like a Native American person walking around the house and he's not doing it. He's just walking and just looking and as if he's just watching for the sake of watching and then just leaving and it's happened on at least more than one occasion. There's one instance of that. I heard one story of a person saying, yeah, this house is genuinely haunted because just objects would move. Um, like, I swear that didn't move kind of thing. Like, it was always there. And then when I came back to it, it was in a place in a different place. Um, so oftentimes I do hear about that. Um, and also for myself, I am a religious person and we do believe in the concept of spirits. So I don't see that as really outside the realm of unbelievable Hmm. so with spirits do you because i think i could be wrong but in uh are you catholic or christian Uh, christian okay in christianity a lot of the spirits they reference are positive ones right do they reference like evil spirits so much yeah um so there's the whole whatchamacallit um so there are spirits, of course, like people, like everybody has a spirit or soul or something like that. All right. So oh wait, are we categorizing like spirits, ghosts, and souls like effectively the same thing? Well, that's actually a question I was thinking because, yeah, in Christianity, I feel like you never hear, or any religion for the most part, you never hear them say ghosts, maybe Holy Ghost when you do the Father, Son, Holy Ghost, etc. But 
I'm curious. That actually made me think, yeah, are those all the same thing? Souls, spirits, ghosts, you know, et cetera, apparitions. Yeah, I mean, like, unless we really spend the time to define what they are, but definitely a Christian belief is, is that, like, people, everybody has a soul, right? And all these souls effectively either go heaven or hell. There's really nowhere else between the two. Um, Catholicism will believe in purgatory, which is, like, the state where you kind of wait. It's limbo. Yeah. Christianity doesn't believe in that at all. Um, and so, yeah, they go to heaven or hell. And in terms of spirits, spirits are mentioned, but usually more in the, uh, I meant minus the Holy Spirit, spirit demons are mentioned in the Bible. And so that would, they would categorize as like the spirit part. Um, in terms of ghosts, I mean, there's the Holy Ghost. I think there was like a whole thing about the Holy Ghost or something like that, or like, I forgot the exact specifics on that, on how the Bible addresses that, but um, there's definitely that in those concepts of soul and evil spirits and the Holy Spirit. So I'm curious about this because if we're assuming Christianity is hundred percent factual, this is one thing I've always been curious about because I was taught the same thing. I'm actually Catholic or, you know, was raised Catholic. So the thinking is, you know, go to heaven or hell. Like you mentioned, purgatory exists in Catholicism, but the idea of ghosts, if we're trying to like merge the two sources, the idea of ghosts is, you know, some spirits stay around certain places, et cetera. Like that doesn't seem to fit in with the narrative that you go to either heaven or hell. Like what did they, are you familiar with an explanation for this? Like spirits that claim that people claim to be like staying in a certain area or haunting someone per se. Yeah. So that's, that's definitely, that's where it kind of contradicts in that sense uh in terms of my belief so if you do believe in um christianity then it would only go heaven or hell and so the spirits that you may see or believe that you may witness and it can then be explained by like okay there may be demons and stuff like that because then that believes in a supernatural right um so there's definitely a verse in the bible where there's a demon called legion and that demon is um literally the whole concept of like we are many and so it basically was possessing a guy jesus met the guy and was like be gone and whatnot right and mm -hmm. legion was like all right i'm piecing out and ends up uh possessing a bunch of i think cattle not cattle a sheep or lamb or something like that mm -hmm. hot pot meat and went crazy and just went and like drowned themselves in water effectively wow. they're looking for chaos they're looking for they're malevolent spirits effectively so there is mm. that. Um, that is very interesting. I feel like you can make a really epic movie based on that. Yeah. So so oftentimes, with, like Christians say, oh, I don't believe in spirits or something like demons. Like, that's like, okay, well, funny enough, in the New Testament, if you claim you're a Christian, it literally says that. Um, that's one explicit concrete example of it. Hmm. Uh, there's a few more as well. But so, yeah, so that's where the whole spirits would come in. And so, yeah, a little bit of it is contradicts it a little bit in the sense of because like, well i've heard accounts of it and it's actually substantial accounts like substantial amount of accounts of it so it's oh okay there might be some plausibility of this but as a person who believes in the soul and stuff like that then well you're i guess then we would use the term spirit interchangeable with soul of like going heaven or hell then there's the whole like okay well spirits only stay on earth because they're tied to something Mm. um oftentimes a lot of cultures will believe that spirits 
exist somewhere because they're tied to something. They have unfinished business to take care of. And oftentimes, especially in American culture, is that, oh, this, like a poltergeist. If a ghost stays too long, they become malevolent, violent. Hmm. Because they go crazy. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. So I guess this begs the next question. Have you had any personal experiences with anything like that that you felt like this is supernatural and a spirit? I feel like I did as a kid where like I saw things like in the corner of my eye that like kind of like whatchamacallit moved and such like that. And I was reading, I think was it was like actually a few months ago. I was reading where it's, oh, that's that's actually a very common thing. And it's like, oh, how's it common? It's where you're just seeing like the corner of your eye. Like it just flashes by kind of thing. And yeah. that's what it is. It's it's normal, like uh eye thing. So that's the extent was that the extent of uh experiences you've had from what you can remember? Yes. Yeah. I think I get that there's a lot of skepticism to that too, because though, because it's like I think it's it's kind of like sometimes when people who are on their deathbed or in the hospital, you know, technically die for a few moments, they claim to see like some I don't know spiritual thing and then they come back to life and then people explain it. it's like well there was a you know a chemical imbalance making you think you saw these things and then you rush back to life that's why you think you saw that type of thing sometimes i wonder if it's the same thing with like when people think they see something because people are very susceptible to fallacies like or not fallacies but just like misinterpreting what they see sometimes so like i sometimes when i, I have really bad eyesight so if i'm looking at something far away I'll see a blur of something and think it's a person. Then it'll be a fucking like tree stump. And it'll be like, Jesus, I'm blind. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So uh, I, I see the skepticism with that though. You know? Uh, I mean, I don't know. That's difficult to say. I mean, I would like to give them the benefit of that doubt, but at the end of the day, I, I just think it's difficult to say because um, I think it can be it, chemical imbalances is very plausible. It's a very good reason. Or it honestly could be like, Oh, they actually did cross the veil so to speak it could be that um and i yeah, think I'm... at the end of the day it's all right i will when i die i'll know i was thinking of that and also the idea of like out of the corner of your eye seeing something you know what i mean like it's very easy that that could just be like your brain misinterpreting the sensory input coming from your eye you know what i mean no exactly and that's what people have stated like oh you saw it probably because um it was simply just this. whatever shadow and you, your <laughs> yeah. eyes just moved too fast and you perceived it as a spirit walking. Yeah. Eh, you might be right. You might be wrong. I don't know. Yeah. That's what I thought. But then according to the science journal I read or the headline, really, eh, it's not that at all. It's whatever you said, I guess. I think, yeah, I've had like the closest thing I can think of. I definitely have had nothing like, remotely close to like i think i straight up saw a ghost etc but i remember one time i took a nap and i felt like a chill when i woke up a little bit but it wasn't that cold like i felt and i wasn't sick or anything i felt like and i like it, i almost felt like a conscious awareness like there's like some sort of energy you know or like something weird i mean i'm not saying that there was it was just like the first thought that come to my mind it felt like something was there like an aura or like some other supernatural force, you know, and it was just there in the room and like kind of permeating around me at that moment. Um, but 
that's just like a feeling and that could very easily be explained as like dude you woke up from a fucking nap like <laughs> that's why you felt that way you idiot you know but like that's just how i felt at that moment so i've kind of thought of like spirits like that like like if you ever feel just like an imbalance or something different you know like the idea of like you see it in like a lot of supernatural related tv shows like uh what are those people who can literally like, a show called supernatural <laughs> no i mean yeah but i'm thinking there's a specific term for like people oh ghost can, chasers or something like that no it's like yes but like people who can make contact with the dead clairvoyance oh, like a clairvoyance yeah yeah stuff like that you know um yeah that's always interesting we should <laughs> we should do a live episode go to a clairvoyant follow-up <laughs> it's because like one of my favorite tv shows ironically enough is supernatural Mm-hmm. Like it's near and dear to me in my heart. I love it. It's great. I'm sad it's over. But um, where was I going with this? Um, Clairvoyance, something spirits. Nah, I mean, like it, it is. Uh, oh no, I'm just saying. I think I just want to make the point that I like it. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Fun fact. Okay. Uh, was that your hope? <laughs> that was literally it i just wanted to plug that in when you mentioned the supernatural thing it's like oh i like supernatural i want to plug that in solely for the sake of plugging it in god really. damn john i made this big point about spirits and vibes <laughs> and feelings and all you made, you made it sound like you had a lot to throw in like improving and you're just like ah i like this show <laughs> it's a damn good show okay well you got to give me something more here man okay have you Actually, ever felt- a lot of like so some of the, at least the spiritual demons and like uh, ghosts and stuff like that they do personify it in the show and like i'm sure to i think i do believe that they do some research with it and so it's always been interesting to like kind of see like what they do what's their spin on like angels demons and ghosts and such like that mm-hmm. yeah but you've never felt like a presence i guess or like an energy a different vibe like you walk into a room you feel like oh this is different i can't say i have have you heard anyone say reports like that so it was an interesting thing where like, especially with my mom, uh, my grandmother passing away. Um, one thing that she, I guess it goes on along the more like when somebody dies thing of, she stated like, oh yeah, no, I was seeing um, uh, what see, appeared to be like wolves or something mm. like that. And something funny enough is that my family attributes that like, oh, she was nearing her death and she was a, dreaming of her gravesite because her gravesite has coyotes roaming around. Hmm. Interesting. Wow. Hmm. Wait, her wait, her gravesite has coyotes? Like wait, what do you mean like the place where she was going to be buried has coyotes? Yes. Huh. Interesting. Like she knew where she was going to be buried before? Well, I mean like she she knew it because she bought the plot of land, but like oh. we never really talked about it. We never discussed it ever like, oh yeah, no, it's in the hills. There's coyotes. But there was one day where, like, we were visiting her gravesite, and then we saw coyotes off in the distance, like, just running around. And mm. then that's when, like, my mom was like, oh, my gosh, this was probably related to her dream because the timing of when she passed and had the dream was very close to each other. Mm. Interesting. Do you think, I mean, not to doubt it, but, like, I'm just trying to take the devil's advocate side for, like, skeptics. So skeptics could say that, like, you know, dreams are based on things you experience. So if something's more relevant in your brain, if you think like, oh, I'm coming towards the end, then you might naturally think of that on your own and it would make its way into your dream, right? Oh, quite possibly. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm just saying that's like probably the closest thing where like somebody else in my life has had it. 
yeah. uh, another example where like my brother's account or something but me for myself no i have never uh, had anything like that yeah the close that actually reminds me of a story i heard from someone else basically there's another podcast i listened to where uh uh they always ask the guests recurring questions one of them is kind of related to ghosts i guess or like do you believe in god and then sometimes it devolves into ghosts and things like that but uh a guy was claiming or he said he had a friend he didn't want to get into it too much because he knew it would attract attention from people like either saying like oh you're full of shit or like oh that's cool you know but essentially he said his friend he had a friend in high school who committed suicide or passed away and then uh, it was like really hard on him. And then he had a really specific dream of like the friend coming to him and communicating with him. And then like the very next day he saw the mom like super randomly, like not even like coincidence, like not even like intentionally trying to see her just like the most random place. And they both kind of like had a moment talking about it. And then she said to him, like, did you have the dream too? You know, something like that, where it's like he visited both of them. That was like his claim type of thing. And he's very, he seems like a very credible person. You know, he definitely doesn't look uh, loony. But, you know, stories like that that come from seemingly credible credible people do definitely make you think, you know. Yeah. Excuse me, sorry. But, yeah, no, definitely with credible people, hearing them in the background and figuring things out, then it's like, oh, yeah, there's some validity. It carries a little bit more weight. Yeah, exactly. Like. <laughs> Yeah, YouTube comments can only go so far. All the people who claim on YouTube that aliens and ghosts are real. I don't really hold that as heavily. Um, all right, yeah, I guess so it's definitely spirits. And I guess we can go ex- extend it out to demons. Then, yes, I would also believe in that as well. Yeah, that's the stuff that scares me more, the idea of demons. Did you ever see the movie Constantine? Yes. That was a good movie. Those are, uh, I'm trying to remember it. I did enjoy it, and yeah, I liked it. I, I, I wish there was a sequel. Um, I think they talked about it recently. They like, I mean, there's always like sequel talks, vague hints of them, you know what I mean? But I think uh, there has been more sequel talks because of like the comic book character himself has been garnering a lot of attention, especially with the CW TV show, which I thought would be super cool to watch, but then I realized it's CW 99% chance it's going to be formulaic family uh with their own personal agenda bullshit yeah a lot of teenage drama kind of vibes oh my gosh yeah yeah i remember, like i remember smallville oh what a show i've never seen it because at the time when it came out i didn't care for that kind of genre but then i liked superhero stuff but i was like oh so much talking i don't want to watch this yeah they just why can't they do superman right it's just so hard they like they cw it or they Zack snyder it it's never good though with the whole super i mean i like man of steel Uh, henry cavill is my superman but um there is the whole superman and lois lane tv show that did come out recently that so supergirl they had a superman people liked that superman and was like oh my gosh he's great and then obviously networks got wind of that and said we're going to make a superman and lois tv show and that's been relatively popular i think yeah i guess I like the idea of uh, what they were trying to go for for Man of Steel, but just done in a way I think would be better. But that's another topic that we talked about superhero shit like every other episode. <laughs> we should probably give that a rest. But uh, yeah, I guess um, I feel like we've hit every topic on ghosts, but I guess the only thing left is uh, supernatural or not supernatural, but superstitions, um, you know, things you do that technically don't 
makes sense by the laws of you know physics and uh science and etc but you just do them because you have a feeling do you got any of those so i'm chinese and there's a bunch of that fucking shit going on <laughs> um so a lot of people who are of like asian or at least chinese descent there they believe in ancestral worship it's like basically oh if i offer offerings to my ancestors they will bless me and i'm like that's fucking bullshit because if i did i'd be stupidly fucking rich but i mean the fact that i didn't offer anything i mean like seeing people like they honor their relatives so much but then they're still like the same where they're at before right and so i don't really believe in that but at least in my culture is very popular and but at least in my family there's something that we do believe is feng shui which is like the placement of different things in your house or like having uh, a river or having some type of body of water to bring prosperity or good luck or good fortune stuff like that and white man speak is this feng shui <laughs> sure but that's the same thing right yeah it's 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 how people pronounce it in america yeah okay but yeah. like a lot of those words i usually don't know how to pronounce like dumb it down in a mm -hmm. way so it's like, uh, I don't know how to like pronounce it the way you people would generally interpret it. So I'm just going to pronounce it the way I pr pronounce it. No, that's fair. I mean, obviously you're saying it the right way. I'm just. <laughs> oh yeah. So it, it is effectively that. Okay. Feng shui. Got it. Um, so like to a degree, I do believe in that because like they, they they use like a giant fat compass like thingy to determine like, oh, this is like the best placement for this. I don't necessarily believe in that, but I do believe like, oh yeah, I know if you have, if you position certain things, certain ways as basically like cleaning your house or something like that, or basically reorganizing your house, it may bring a certain type of energy or bring better airflow or something like mm. it kind of coincides. And at is the there, end of the day, like, huh? do they do dream catchers too? Or is that like, that's more of a native American thing, right? Uh, I mean, they probably do talk about dream. Oh, uh, actually, I don't know. I can't speak on that. Dreamcatchers are interesting. Just the idea, the way they look, you know, looks so mysterious and cool. I mean, I think it's a neat, like, little house or, like, bedroom ornament, but that's about it. Yeah, just kind of looks cool to me. But anyways, side tangent, as you were saying. Yeah. So, like, to a degree, I do believe in that. And, like, maybe not the whole full-on compass thing where it's, like, they use an apparatus to determine. It's, like, you know those people who look for wells and stuff like that? Yeah. Like, those the, the little whatever, the sticks. Like, I don't Actually, really... Actually, I don't know. <laughs> I thought I knew when you said wells, but I don't know what you mean when you said sticks. So there's some people that may use like literally a stick or like these like angular sticks to just find water. And they're like, oh, basically based on the magnetism or something or like whatever. I'm able to use this to help. They use it as like a metal detector boat to look for water. Hmm. Oh, okay. Like yeah. to dig, to dig, to get to water? Yeah. So that's oh, okay. like a very popular belief in agrarian uh, America, like back in the day and such like that. And I think maybe hmm. even some people still use it now, maybe. Wow, that is interesting. I, I don't know that. That's pretty cool. So like that feng shui's version of that, like I don't believe in that, but like different placement of things in the household to like airflow, like a change of paint color for in a, like western terms like changing the paint or maybe you like changing out the furniture more lighting in the room and i like such a happier person like to a degree something like that yeah but nothing you do of like reorganizing like stuff in your apartment is like 
doing done for a spiritual purpose it's like just feel right like ah this feels like it goes better on this wall right yeah and like definitely like changing your furniture around maybe like oh yeah no i'm able to get like better air circulation through my room now so i feel like i it don't feel like i'm suffocating or i'm getting air whatever yeah um but i do know like some people are like so superstitious about this that they would like pay hundreds of hundreds of thousands of dollars or whatever to upkeep their house to like oh i'm gonna like build in like a nice little like pond or something mm, wow. to maximize all this damn yeah i never even thought of that superstitions i was thinking more or just like things people do before sports games <laughs> oh yeah no, I, mean, I i don't necessarily have that but like for example the whole lakers thing recently because we're in the playing round and i want them to go into the uh actual playoff round i haven't been watching them and they've been winning when i don't watch them ah okay stuff like that that's funny too have you heard of a show called brockmeyer probably no, not i have not do you know uh the guy that voices apu on the simpsons yes yeah that guy he's the he's the main character he basically plays a baseball uh announcer for games and it's i don't know just kind of deals with that just him living his life as kind of an addict and being a baseball announcer etc but uh he <laughs> he starts announcing for this team that's uh really bad in like really low scale like popularity and then they win like miraculously one night and uh it was the same like the night before he had sex with the the female who's like the second main uh cast member on the show and then they think they keep having to have sex before <laughs> each game to make sure they win and it works for the most part and then one night he gets tired and they just decide not to do it and then of course that's when they lose but it's just kind of funny before each game realizing oh fuck the game's in three hours we haven't had sex yet and just sort of like rush it in <laughs> dang and they consent to it they're just like oh wow if we have sex they're going to win and then like the other person's like all right i'll play along <laughs> yeah obviously it's definitely consensual but you, they they would i think they would enjoy it if it weren't for the games but uh that nah, <laughs> kind of creates a forced pressure when you have to do it Nice. That's one way to get some. Yeah, that could be a Tinder bio right there. It'd be like, I've heard that sleeping with me before a baseball game can help your team win. Only one way to find out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That, that might get us me too, just for making that joke. What do you think? <laughs> uh, joke. Hey, I mean, doesn't matter. Both genders can use it. Exactly. That's true. Any gender, any person. But um, yeah, I guess uh, I only have one superstition and it's so dumb. And it doesn't make any sense. And I fully acknowledge it's not real. But if you step on a crack, you'll break your mama's back? No. None of that, like, stereotypical bullshit. Um, like, uh, okay. So <laughs> when I was a kid, I played uh, in the small soccer league. And we got demolished one game. And I remember it was a game where I was, like, pulling my fingers, like, kind of out of there, like, or in, how do I describe it? Just pulling your pulling my fingers, basically, you know, just out of boredom. And hmm. we got demolished. And just, I think it's really just the developmental thing of some things in your youth stick on. But now I never do that. Like, it makes me, like, think it's, like, bad luck if I ever do <laughs> So, if anything, I, like, push my fingers, like, the opposite direction sometimes. And if they ever, like, get pulled in any way, I feel like I have to, like, push them back. It's really fucking dumb. It doesn't make any sense. But I still do it. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. So like, how, wait, how old were you again? Uh, probably like eight, nine, seven, mm -hmm. somewhere in there. And then like games after that, like when you didn't pull your finger, did you guys like lose, but like lose not that bad? 
Yeah, it wasn't as bad of a day. The final final tournament we actually won and got first place. <laughs> but uh, I don't know if I was like pushing my fingers back in then. But just that one day was so bad. I was just like, never. It was again. a day you jammed your finger in. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was the opposite. I wouldn't. I wouldn't jam it. It was. Uh, I pulled it. That oh, was okay. the bad day. The bad day was when I pulled it. Well, no, it's out. like it was jammed so hard in like whatever, and then that's why you guys won. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I push it so hard. No, it's, it's it's not even. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to get too. It, it's not exciting to talk more about it, but it's just weird. That's my only one dumb superstition, I think. Yeah, I mean that's fine. So like, definitely, I've met people where it's like, oh, we believe like, oh, you walked in the room and the team is already doing that. Leave the room yeah like i met like people like that and it's like all right yeah like i can't laugh at that why because i believe in if i don't watch a game chances of them doing well is probably true yeah i mean the the (laughs) i didn't watch the warriors when the last time they were in the finals and then the very last game that they lost so i think it's my fault that they lost back then you sure it's not because like half their like starting bench was like gone and injured yeah, that also didn't help. <laughs> but uh, I actually went to a Warriors game last weekend, funny enough. Oh, I did see that. How yeah, was that? It's pretty cool, but you couldn't have any food or drinks in the actual seats. Isn't that kind of whack? Wait, so, like, you couldn't bring your food over, like, from the concession no. stand? You'd have to be in, like, the hallways where you, like, buy the food. And then eat it there? Yeah, pretty much. I guess because of COVID, maybe they just want to reinforce people wearing masks and shit. Mm, not sure how I feel about that, but all right, hey. I mean, it kind of sucks. It's like, I mean, it wasn't the worst deal. It's still cool to see the game, but it's like, dude, part of the fun is like food, drink, game. You know what I mean? It is. It ruins it. So like, I mean, as much as I like hate the Giants with the passion, I really do enjoy their stadium with the food. It has really good food. I enjoy that a lot. Yeah. So that's kind of really good. Yeah. It kind of defeats the purpose of the sporting event. Like, I don't even like baseball that much, but I really do like the food there. Yeah. I want my bacon wrap dog. <laughs> I think in the Giants, the Giants game, you can uh, have food because it's outdoors. But this mm-hmm. was at the Chase Center, the new uh, basketball arena. Wait, how did you did you did you like drive in there, or did you take public transit to get there? Uh, I took Muni. There's a Muni stop that gets off right there. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was chill. But uh, I don't know any uh any other thoughts tied this episode. I feel like we talked about some solid stuff, right? Do you believe in the Loch Ness Monster? Do you believe in Nessie? I don't even know what Nessie is. Loch Ness Monster? <laughs> oh, that's what it's, it's called? like the nickname for Loch Ness. To me, that's the same. Like, Bigfoot Loch Ness Monster, it's like the like the, the same people who, like, obsess about that or the people who, like, obsess about was the moon landing real? Like, I don't, you know, if it is, I really don't give a fuck, honestly. <laughs> that's kind of how I feel about that. That's you know? part of the mystery. These mysteries don't interest me. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, okay, yeah. Just, yeah, sorry. That stuff is like, all right, if it's real, it's real. If it's not real, all right, it's not real. I'm not losing sleep over it. I'm not losing any money over it. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> the idea of like a weird animal like Bigfoot or the Loch Ness Monster is cool, but I just feel like we've seen more alien like conspiracy stuff in the, I don't know, just throughout time. So that's more interesting to me. Funny because the most re- one of the memes that I've seen recently was like, man, I haven't seen any of those like Bigfoot memes in a while or like those um, those blurry pictures of him. Hope he's doing okay. <laughs> that was pretty funny. 
they uh actually at my college there was a psych of this because uh, i studied psych in college there was a psych of the supernatural that was an actual class you could take oh wow did you i'm assuming you didn't take it i would have loved to but it was one of the more popular classes it was with a professor who was considered pretty cool and it was smaller so it was hard to get into but yeah i would have loved Darn. to take it there's also a porn class funny enough <laughs> oh i took a I, go ahead not even kidding it was a film class I took the uh, class seminar on like video games, how to integrate video games in your life. Wow. That was a class. It was, it was a seminar. It was a freshman. Only freshman can take it. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. It was like one of those things where it's like get an easy A to basically just get interested in a topic and kick it with the professor. So, yeah. Ooh, interesting. That is yawned. I feel like that's as, why we should As I'm boring right? you, we should probably, yeah, conclude. <laughs> I've held back the yawn for an hour and a half, Ja. Finally hit me at 8 o'clock. Well, I see where I'm not wanted. <laughs> I'm boring myself. It's not you. It's not you. It's me, Ja. Oh, okay, okay. Classic. That's better. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, this has been another wonderful episode of The Underpaid and The Underqualified. Uh, we'll be back in two weeks. Ja's got to think of a topic, so pressure's on him. Yep. All right. Take care, everybody. And this is our first post in a while where we're not talking about Marvel or DC. Until just now. Take care, everybody. Bye. Shang-Chi.